Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Triple F Podcast. This is episode 314 of the show, and in today's show, I'm talking about four foods that will make fat loss easier for you. A lot of people struggle with hunger. A lot of people struggle with eating too much, and these foods are ones that I use all the time, especially in fat loss, though, that make things a lot easier. If you implement these, you will be able to avoid a lot of problems that arise as you're dieting and run lower on calories, carbs, and fat. Uh, That's what today's show is about. I think it'll be a useful one for you, something you can take out the pad of paper and pen and write down these foods. Uh, Make your new grocery list and make sure that you aren't messing up your diet by including foods that could be easily substituted. That's what today's show is about. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave a review on iTunes or whatever other platform you use. Um, I know iTunes review process is pretty easy now. All you have to do is hit ratings and reviews, hit the five-star button, and that's it. You could also write a review if you have something uh, to say, some feedback about the show, or maybe some suggestions. Um, That's it. That would mean a lot to me, and I hope you guys are ready for today's episode about nutrition, about uh, making fat loss easier, and hopefully something you can really put into action in your own fitness journeys. Let's get started with today's show, episode 314. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Triple F Podcast, back with another episode. Today's show, I wanted to talk about nutrition. I was walking the dogs this morning and thinking to myself, what should I do the podcast on today? What have I talked about lately? I feel like I've done a few episodes on mindset, a few episodes on um, some kind of deeper stuff, I guess, in your fitness journeys. And I've also done a couple episodes on training, did the one on bands and um, a couple other training styles, talked about cardio a lot lately, things like that. So I wanted to do one on nutrition because it had been a while. I think sometimes I don't talk enough about nutrition because I talk about nutrition all day at my job. So sometimes I, I ignore some of the simple questions that people might have and the common questions that will really, really help people, I think, in in their nutrition and in their diet. So the times when it typically gets really difficult for people are going to be when calories are lower, right? When carbs are lower and when fat are lower specifically, because a lot of the foods that we like, a lot of the foods, if you go out to restaurants, a lot of the foods your friends or your mom will make for you are going to be higher in fat and carbs, and especially in overall calories. And if you're dieting, you need to be in a calorie deficit. If you want to see any fat loss, you're going to need to burn more calories than you're eating, which typically means tracking calories or at least being mindful of calories to keep them on the lower side so you can see pounds come off throughout the weeks. That's dieting. Uh, But there are some troublesome foods and there are some troublesome things that pop up when you're dieting, and I wanted to go over four of those today, Um, and I wanted to go over... For foods specifically that can actually help you 
in your diet because there are some things that if you focus on these, make sure that you implement these substitutions, you're going to do just fine and you're going to have go-tos and you're going to avoid common mistakes. Those are the things that I think are important when choosing foods on a diet. It's going to be, do you have go-tos so your go-to isn't something that's super high calorie? Are you able to avoid foods that are going to cause you problems, which can certainly happen in a diet? Um, and then do you have foods that are going to keep you hungry and keep you doing this consistently for a long time? I said keep you hungry, didn't I? I meant keep you full. Avoid the hunger and keep you dieting for a long amount of time because you need that consistency in time to make things work. Uh, so I'm going to get started with my list, my top four, my Mount Rushmore, if you will, of foods that are going to help you on a diet. Number one is going to be low-calorie sauces, and I wanted to put this first because I think a lot of people mess, mess up on this. You might really be messing up by not tracking sauces and condiments at all. Uh, hopefully, that's not the case, but you might also be messing up by choosing the highest calorie options for these, right? So I'm talking things like ketchup, barbecue sauce, ranch dressing, uh, salad dressing that you're putting on your salad, things like that. There are alternatives and options for sauces that are really, really good and aren't going to have as many calories. Sauces are typically either, they either have a lot of sugar in things like barbecue sauce and ketchup, or they're going to have a lot of fat in things like ranch uh, and other salad dressings that are oil-based. And it's not necessarily that these are bad, it's just that uh, it's just that they can add up quickly. And they are calories that aren't actually accomplishing much in your allotment. So if you have only 1,500 calories to work with and you're using 300 of that you know, you, from ranch dressing, mayonnaise, and ketchup, you're not getting a ton of nutritional benefit from that. You're not really getting many micronutrients from that. And you're certainly not getting more full and satiated from that. You're probably going to be more hungry if you're getting a lot of calories from things like this. And they do add up. I think if you are good at measuring these and you're actually mindful of it, you'll definitely notice how kind of how much of a waste they can be, right? Because a lot of times people won't measure them at all. They'll just use them and use them consistently or uh, they'll just kind of estimate and a lot of times it's underestimating. I challenge you the next time you use ketchup to weigh it. Weigh the bottle of ketchup and then zero it out. And then you put the ketchup on your food, put it next to your fries, whatever it is, and then put the ketchup back on the scale and see how much you use. It's going to be a negative number because you took some away from what you zeroed it out at. And you might be surprised how many tablespoons you actually use. What you've been tracking is two tablespoons might actually be eight and 40 carbs, right? Maybe it's the other way. Maybe it's when you put salad dressing on your salad. You know, it's a salad. It's healthy. You're not really tracking this oil-based dressing, Italian dressing, olive garden dressing. Um, maybe it's a balsamic vinegar and olive oil mix or something like that. You're putting that on your salad, but you're not, you're not taking into account all the calories that has. You'd be surprised at how much three tablespoons of oil, even though the oil might be good for you, what the calories actually are in that because that's going to dictate whether you gain or lose weight. So number one is going to be low-calorie sauces. Use more mustard-based sauces. That's going to be a good one. Use more soy sauce-based sauces. That's going to be good. Uh, vinegar is going to be good. 
the things to stay away from are oil-based things. You can choose lower calorie options of the same sauces you're using and they probably won't taste much different. Light ranch isn't gonna taste that much different than normal ranch. Uh, low sugar or sugar-free ketchup isn't gonna taste that much, di much difference than normal Heinz ketchup. Um, they even make sugar-free barbecue sauce or you can at least get lower sugar options of that. And I would definitely recommend doing that. Definitely recommend picking up some lower calorie sauces. Try not to exceed 100 calories in your sauces and you're going to see a lot more satiation from your actual foods because you just will get more of them. Number two isn't gonna be necessarily a food you should stay away from, but it's going to be a food that can really help you. It's gonna be raw vegetables, and I know maybe you're not a vegetable person, maybe that doesn't sound appetizing to you at all, but if you do find some that you like, they can be a fantastic snack. And I talked about at the beginning, having things available is huge, and having things, you know, easy access to things that aren't going to blow your day is going to be very important as you go through fat loss, because a lot of times, you know, if you are hungry or you're low on willpower or it's late at night or you haven't eaten in a while, you're going to grab what's handy. You're going to grab a candy bar. You're going to make uh, a microwave dinner. You're going to do what's fast and easy because you don't want to put the work in. And if you have a whole bunch of pre-cut veggies, uh, some raw vegetables handy, that's going to be hardly any calories. And you're going to be able to eat a lot of them and you're probably going to get full or at least tired of eating before it adds up to much, which will allow you to still fit in the foods you want to. Um, I like things like carrot sticks, pickles, cucumbers, snap peas, and uh, well, those are mainly my favorite. I even like, you know, salads, lettuce and spinach, but those are my favorite raw vegetables. I also really like radishes. Um, it's a great option. I even do this this is cheating because it's not a raw vegetable, but I like to, when I grill, let's say I'm having hamburgers, instead of having three hamburgers, I'll have two and then grill a whole onion or something like that. I'll, I'll buy those mini peppers from the store and grill 15 of those on the grill and have that with, you know, one hamburger and some French fries. Uh, it's, add, it's just a way to add a lot of volume get yourself chewing. Those are the things that really make you satiated and full is a volume in your stomach and the tired tiredness you get from chewing because you think about uh, is how easy it is to drink calories or how easy it is to you know eat calories from something like yogurt or ice cream. It's because you don't have to chew it. Uh, the chewing in itself is going to get you satiated and full. So I recommend raw vegetables as a easy to grab snack, something that you can use with your meals to add volume. Uh, if I have a meal that's pretty high calorie, I'll usually throw in a salad on top of it. Well, not literally on top of it, just with it, because that's going to add more food volume. Is typically uh, really high calorie meals, things like hamburgers, French fries. Um, ramen noodles, things like that, mashed potatoes even, are going to have a lot of calories without a lot of volume, and the extra volume definitely helps. Speaking of how easy it is to consume calories when they're liquid or soft, my next one is going to be zero calorie drinks. I think this is very important, and I don't necessarily mean diet soda. You can include that, and I believe you won't have adverse health 
effects from that. But if you're somebody who wants to stay away from artificial sweeteners, that is okay. All I'm saying here is don't drink your calories if possible. If you struggle with hunger and you are having a hard time fitting in the foods you want to throughout the day, definitely don't be drinking calories from soda, juice, milk, even protein shakes. And these are foods that I like. I enjoy a soda. I really like milk. I drink a lot of milk, actually. And I I also like fruit juice. I don't really use it that much, but I do use protein shakes to hit my protein target. But if you are somebody who is struggling with hunger and you're on a diet and your calories are low, drinking anything and even some soft foods aren't going to be your best friend because you're taking calories in that aren't giving you that same satiation. It's going to be all about the satiation here. So if you are drinking liquids throughout the day, try to stick to water, coffee without a lot of sugar in it. Um, Tea is a good one. I like to make iced tea. So brew a tea bag for five minutes put that over ice with maybe a packet of Splenda. That's really good. Um, Diet sodas, if you want to, you can even do Powerade Zeros, uh, things like that. Crystal Light, if you need some flavor. But your staple should be pretty much just water. Um, If you can eliminate calorie drinks, you're going to find a lot more calories to work with. And shoot, I mean, if I'm looking at somebody's food log and I see that they're tracking alcohol, full sugar sodas, things like that, that's going to be the first thing I take out if they're struggling with hunger and sticking to their numbers and their diet because those are going to make a big difference in how many carbs you have left for the day and they're not going to give you any fullness and satiation. I touched on protein there for a second, and my last one is going to be a very, very broad term. It's going to be lean meats. I think it's very important to include lean meats, and once again, keep in mind that the chewing is very important, and nutrient-dense foods are very important, and almost nothing is more nutrient-dense than meat, actually, and almost nothing is more chewy than meat unless you're really, really good at cooking it. And I said lean meats on this one because I didn't want to include ground meat because I think that ground meats are a good bulking food. They're easy to eat. It's an easy way to get a lot of fat and protein, Uh, but if you really want to increase satiation, decrease your hunger, and you want to do better on your diet, it's going to be good to have leaner meats like turkey, chicken, things like that, fish sometimes, leaner cuts of fish, Um, because these are going to have a lot of protein, not a ton of fat, just a little bit, and pretty much no carbs, just whatever you're cooking with. If you pair lean meats with low-calorie sauces, raw vegetables, and a zero-calorie drink, I'm making a whole meal out of it here, you're not going to have hardly any calories into that meal, and it's going to open the door for you to have some treats, eat out with friends, um, and have the foods that you love for maybe dinner. So you could even base your lunch around what the things I just named. But lean meats are going to be great for protein. They're going to be a better way than protein shakes to hit your protein if you struggle with hunger because you're going to have to chew it. You're going to have to go through the process of cooking it. You're going to have to... um, you're even going to have to just digest it. So more food weight in your stomach. These are all going to make a difference. Um, and they are, like I said, going to open the door for you to have more foods that you want to. I like balance and I like um, I like food choices that 
allow you more flexibility. So that's how I use food choices like what I talked about today is for that. If I have, if I know I'm going to go out to eat for dinner, I'm going to go to a Mexican restaurant, get a bunch of chips, uh, fajitas, things like that, right? Uh, then I'm going to need to balance that out with something that's high volume, very satiating, and really low calorie for lunch. That's just kind of how it works. If you learn how to do that balance, you hardly even need to track your calories anymore because you know how to give and take and balance things out as you go. If you know that you had brunch with the family and had a stack of eight pancakes, you know that your snacks the rest of the day are probably going to be raw vegetables, maybe some lean protein for lunch, for for dinner, and definitely don't drink any calories through the rest of the day. Uh, achieving that balance and flexibility is going to be what gives you success in dieting and fat loss as you go. And it's really important that you achieve that and reach that to see success because it's important that it's sustainable and something that you can you, that you can do for life, right? And actually stick to to hit your goal in the fastest amount of time possible because I do believe it's important to get there and get it over with. Um, that's it for today. Some food choices for you, some do's and don'ts, I guess, also. And hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. If you did, reach out to me with your questions. The two places you can do that are in the description of the podcast. You're going to have to read them. Uh, StoltzFit and JordanStoltzFitness at gmail.com. Those are the two places you can get a hold of me. And those are in the description of the podcast, as well as the four foods that you need to be focusing on. Happy Friday, everybody, and have a great weekend. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.